Hi, baby. Who are you doing an impression of? No, I'm just trying to do baby talk to you. Your outfit between is you and I freaking legendary. is absolutely shocking to the core. Well, explain what it is. Let me tell you, friends. Yeah. He's in a wife beater, grey. Damn straight. He got a bunch from Amazon, didn't he? Yeah, I did. Yeah. What's um, wrong with that? Because he cried himself to sleep because our cleaner moved one of your wife beaters. Yes, because all of the my stuff. The privilege of you. Sophie. Because like, you leave it out like a messy dog <sighs> everywhere. Okay, so Jamie is wearing a grey wife beater. He then has paired it with suit trousers mm-hmm. that are slightly tighter across the waist and the zip showing. You know, that's when that means they're tight. And then he's got some grey loafers on with it. Yeah. An interesting pairing. Oh, baby. Why are you doing that, baby? <laughs> Who speaks like that? You speaking a baby voice. I've me. never called you baby ever. <gasps> and yeah. I never speak in a baby voice. In fact, people speaking baby voices is one of my biggest icks. You talk to me in a baby voice all the time. Oh, my God. Grow up. You say to me sometimes, baby, can I get a little bit of water? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not French either. Yeah, but you say... Can I get a little bit of water? <laughs> you've said to me before, you've gone, baby, can I just have a little spoonful of that yogurt? Ooh, no, I haven't. I'd rather vomit than ever talk to you like you that. You go, baby, can you just cuddle me tonight, please? You do, and you got a little lisp that creeps out to you. You're like... Viv, you are just being mean to me in the moment. <laughs> oh Hello, I'm Jamie Lang. Hello, I'm Sophie Habi. And we met four years ago, and now we are... Getting married. Yeah, that's right, we are. Well, nearly. Well, nearly. Hello everyone, welcome back to Nearly Weds Podcast. I hope you're having a swell time. Episode... 18, I believe. I get into bed last night, we come back from Paris, we're going to talk about Paris, and I get into bed, there's a Dyson fan blowing on Sophie. Yeah. She now has another Dyson fan that is also blowing on you. Yeah, that one's actually Melissa's, I'm just borrowing it. Yeah, but Sophie, I have a tiny little <laughs> fan. <laughs> Jamie bought one from Amazon, it's like, you know the old, like... A fan. I mean, it's the same as normal fans. We're just being so bougie by saying, comparing it to a Dyson. It's just a fan and a metal thing, you know. Yeah, the normal fan is. He puts it this close to his face, so his bedside table's there. He gets books and he just has it there. Like, no wonder your breath smells. Like, you're, it's drying your mouth out. I woke up this morning. It was really scary. I had this moment. We were lying in bed. And I think I was cuddling you. And I woke up and both my arms were dead. Did you, did you hear me this morning? Both my arms were dead. And I went, oh, they're dead. <laughs> I tried to to wake you up with my arms. Did I hear you? No, you didn't. I was trying to, I was flapping you with my my arms and they were dead. I was got really scared. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the registry office. But first, we got to go into our trip to Paris. We decided to go to Paris because I went to Paris with my great friend and videographer who does all these amazing socials. Adam, we went there on a job together. We had the greatest time. It was honestly, I thought Adam and I were dating at one point. Honestly, there was one moment where we were sitting in a restaurant. I looked across and I was like, are we going to kiss? <laughs> honestly, it was that romantic. So romantic. We went walking everywhere. And all I kept doing is sending Sophie messages. And I thought, let's book it. We'll go for a lovely stay. You said the place we stayed at was a really cool place. So off I went and booked this romantic trip. And, and we decided to go out to France. Successful trip or no? What do you think? Um, it was successful. You think it was? Yeah. Should we start from the beginning? We went to a gym class in the morning. Um, Jamie's got this problem where he won't pack until the, literally, even if we're going on a four week holiday, like he will not pack until half an hour before the flight. 
So, of course, we come back from the gym, the taxi's outside. My house packed. I literally have to jump in the shower, put some clothes on, and take me five minutes. In I go to the taxi. Jamie's PCR hasn't come through because he decided to We do have it. to do a test to get to France. That is hectic. And you- Jamie's crying. If I hadn't done that, found that PCR test, well, you wouldn't have even done it. I was like, no, of course you, I wouldn't. Yeah, exactly. nowhere but Paris does that. Yeah, but, but, so of course I'm not going to research whether Paris does it. I just assume someone that we could get on by train <laughs> would be the least likely place to make me do a PCR test. I made Sophie do a PCR test because we had to. Because if, you, if you're vaccinated and you haven't been vaccinated within the last nine months, if it's over nine months, you have to then do a test. And I made Sophie do a test. They didn't even check us. They didn't even check it when we got there. Oh, and the flap about doing it. So anyway, we're doing that. <laughs> Jamie then doesn't it. have his his result because I'm sure you manifest these issues. Basically, just get yourself in such a stress. And now what we do, before we went to the airport, I used to have a routine, which I love to do. I used to love to sit down and take a breath and get on the flight. You don't yeah, allow that. so weird. It's, well, how's that weird? And I you... do allow it. I do it with you. Well, explain you. what I, I like used to do. One eye open. You go take a seat and we have to sit on the sofa and get hold hands and go <sighs> and then if you don't i don't know what happens because sometimes i'll be like right off we go and you'll be like no it didn't feel quite right <sighs> i quite like doing it it grounds him apparently guys it does it grounds you it we does then a get... rubbish job because you was flapping like nothing else we then get to the airport on so he has this thing where i somehow can zip through security and all those things really easy you always have a problem with... i do but there's no issue with having a problem like i i think what happens is you stress me out so much that i like i'm like freaking out that i'm going to be late or it's you know when you put the barcode on from your boarding pass mine mm. often like doesn't show straight away and jamie's anger is the one thing that really pisses you off so i think because i get so anxious about it it then always makes me even slower can you tell that i'm getting frustrated when it happens yes because <laughs> you go like this tightens his lips like a cat's bum and then puts his hands <laughs> behind his back and like looks up to the sky as though he's like some big strong guy and it's just not nice we then get to paris which was amazing and paris is a beautiful place it was we just went for a lovely romantic weekend and we're walking down the street and i'm walking arm in arm with sophie and someone runs up to me and says can we have a photo can we have a photo and i say yes 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 of course you can have a photo i start having a photo they didn't realize sophie was sophie they thought i was walking down the street with a (laughs) with another they woman they were like oh my god it's you it is you sophie i was like who else was holding his hand they thought that i was having an affair in paris with someone didn't they i'm quite annoyed that they were still keen to have a photo with you why because if they thought you were having an affair they should have hissed at you why would they hiss at me in the street because they're on my side sophie do you think people prefer you over me no i think girls stick together and if people saw me having an affair i hope they'd hiss at me too well if they saw you having an affair i couldn't ever though because you are like blonde they'd have to wear a blonde wig <laughs> to get away with it and then so we went for lunch and i want to hear what anyone thinks of this because i don't think this is that unfair we went for lunch unfair? I, ordered, I ordered a steak tata and you got cross at me because because you you know the little crackers that you put the steak tartare on or like bread jamie pasted it with tomato ketchup as in heinz tomato ketchup Mm -hmm. and then put the steak tartare on top and i was like no you didn't like that no firstly just gross like i can all appreciate ketchup going with chips like i can appreciate it going with the chicken nugget even a chicken milanese i don't appreciate it going with the raw steak like that almost made me vomit i just don't think that's such a you you, you don't understand good you food. didn't just like drizzle it on you buttered it like the cracker but with ketchup you're delicious you buttered it with ketchup 
We had an amazing time. We had a, a, a really, really fun time. The, the favorite part of the whole trip is when we went to say goodbye. <laughs> Sophie. Sophie had ordered the no. biggest. Sophie had ordered the biggest chicken. Right, no, backtrack, backtrack. No, Sophie had ordered the biggest chicken in lazy I've ever seen. It was basically a huge chicken nugget. She ate the whole. I didn't. It was raw <laughs> no, at the bones. She ate so the I whole. Sent it back. You ate the whole thing. The whole thing, apart Not from the raw bit. The, you ate the whole that thing. was my last bite, for, and I was like, "Fuck! It's all been raw." She, it was forty euros. Everyone knows I'm not vegan now. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> she ate the whole thing, apart from a little bit which was raw, and it was completely raw, to be fair. And she got the weight and said, excuse me, sir, this thing is raw. And they took I it back. I didn't. I said, is this raw? Because I felt <laughs> embarrassed to say this is raw. And she said no. And then she went, oh, voila, and took it away. And then, and then on the way out, what did the receptionist say to you? I was wearing a very unflattering dress. And when I eat, I'm bloated all the time anyway, when I eat, I really blow. And she said we really hope to see you back soon and looked at my stomach and went all three of you and I was like what I honestly didn't know what she was on about and I looked at the window to see my reflection I did look pregnant and I was like holy fuck she because also Jamie didn't eat the the meal with me so she probably thought I was just a hungry pregnant woman ordering this big beast of a Milanese and scoffing it down myself we then we then get in a taxi to go to the airport and Sophie says our flight's not at this time I said yes it is we get in the taxi to go we start driving and I realize our flight's been cancelled till nine in the evening yeah duh. so we then had to sit from three in the afternoon until about eight at night yeah, I watched so much Real Housewives. Oh, the whole thing was a bit of a nightmare. And we had one of our biggest arguments to date. Yeah, we did. What are we going to say about that argument? Girls, you know when you just something comes over you and you just feel a bit agitated with a boy? That was me. Is this what happened? We no, truthfully, you're quite hyper and you're quite irritating sometimes when you just want to like chill, have a lovely evening. We're in the restaurant. We've got to sit down by 7.30. We eat. The minute we walk into the restaurant, Jamie wants to order. I'm like, can't I just order a drink? And then he's, the minute my last mouth, even before I've put the last mouthful in, he's like, should we get a taxi? I'm like, okay. <laughs> no, that is not. That is true. No, that, that is, not. is true. Anyway, we left and we had this huge argument and Sophie basically looked at me and said, I said, are you having a bad evening? He said, yes, I am. And I said, why? And he went, because you're boring. You were like, let's go back to the hotel and change shoes and go on a walk. I was like, no, I'd rather just have a couple of Aperols at the restaurant, if I'm honest. Watch the sun go down, take a photo of the Eiffel Tower with some lights on it. Why didn't you say that to me? I try to, obviously. <laughs> Do you not know me? Like, I'm not going to want to go hiking at night. <laughs> You wanted to walk You're me not up hiking. You wanted to walk me up the steepest hill in Paris after I'd had three aperols. Like, yes. no, and no. I walked up there by and myself. And I have to eat so quickly because I can tell he's getting agitated <laughs> that we've been at the restaurant for God forbid twenty minutes. And then, so I had to walk up this mountain by myself yeah. at night. And then the worst comes to worst, and I know we talk about it all the time. We both got the shits. Oh no, I <laughs> do not. We did though. I, it's not our fault. No, we I did. actually can't. We did. It's so rank, and people might think I'm going to doctors on Thursday because I think something's terribly wrong. I really actually am. I yeah. I'm not going into that. So was Paris a good trip? I think I came back really rested. I feel really rested today. Do you? Yeah. 
You must. I feel very rested as well. You must. Oh, I've been ill for two weeks. I have been ill. That's all I kept hearing. And I'm trying to put on a brave face. I'm hardly asking you to do anything other than sit at a restaurant for more than 10 minutes. What did you say to me? I said to Sophie when we were out there, we obviously don't align on our values and we obviously have differences. And I think we both need to think about this. And I'm going to get home and go and stay in a hotel. And you looked at me and went, good. I'm like, okay, cool. I was so hungry as well at this point. Always... You just eaten a chicken milanese. No, it wasn't. It was. Bra- it was. I hadn't eaten breakfast, and we'd been on this stupid hike. And Jamie <laughs> always decides to like have deep convos with me before, when I'm thirsty or hungry. And honestly, if I'm thirsty or hungry, I don't care. Like I will just forget the argument. I just want to go and have a diet coke and eat my food. And you stood on the side of a beating hot street, and you were yacking in my ear i was like i just don't care anymore <laughs> quick one what's the capital of france paris <laughs> what's the capital of england London. <laughs> Shut up. and last one no i don't want to last know. One. i honestly don't why would you want to expose me in this way last one you don't know last one what's the capital where am i from iraq not really but yeah <laughs> yes you are you're iraqi well i'm quarter yeah yeah exactly there you go you, capital what? of iraq is Iraq the same country? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Baghdad. <laughs> Killed it! <laughs> right, I think it's now time, after that, for our listeners' messages. Play a little jingle, Sophie. It's not a jingle for every part of the podcast. Know. Well, why don't you just give something? Da, 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 da. You're quite good at singing sometimes. <laughs> yeah, sit away. Oh my god. There's an angel. Are you the first word? Okay. Ah, sit away. <laughs> okay. Well, here you go. We have a email from Sam Doolin who says, Hi, Sophie and Jamie. Just been listening to episode 11 where you were discussing the nudist beach in one of your previous possible wedding venues. And I have a funny story on this. So my mum passed away in 2017 and her favourite place in the world was Greece. So I booked a week's holiday with my two kids and we took some of my mum's ashes to scatter in the Greek sea. Wanted to do it early on in the holiday so we arrived at the hotel and had a meal then dressed up and the three of us made our way to an excluded part of the beach. I was a bit emotional and hadn't taken any notice of our surroundings other than it wasn't too busy so we could do the service in private. I read a few words and went to scatter mum when all of a sudden this man in his 80s popped out of the sea, literally next to us, fully naked with all his tackle on show. I was utterly mortified that so were my teenage kids. And as I got my bearings and looked around, other people were also fully naked around the beach and in the sea. Turns out we walked onto the most sheltered end of the beach and stumbled onto the nudist beach. I was so embarrassed, I threw my mum's ashes quickly into the sea. <laughs> She's stuck on the nearest beach. <laughs> quickly into the sea and hurried back to the hotel. None of, us, none of us even mentioned it that night. It was that bad. Now I look back and laugh every time. I think of it as I'm sure my mum's up there somewhere shaking her head at me for utterly ruining such a special moment. That is so funny. The, his mum's probably about that. When we went to we went to scatter my grandfather's ashes, we went up to the highlands in Scotland with a bag of ashes. Like a bag of ashes is quite a lot. A lot of ashes are quite quite heavy. And we had a big spoon. <laughs> I I loved him very no, much. It's not funny. It's not funny. We we have a big you have a big spoon. Shovel up the ashes. You shovel up the ashes, and we went to throw it. 
and all of us cousins everything we had to throw it into the the heather and the wind blew it back all over us into our mouths into everywhere and my cousin went to do another one Stop it. It's not. Listen, listen. In the moment of death, you have to also laugh. We look back at it and laugh, same as Sam. But it was one of those moments where we were discovered in my grandfather's ashes, which wasn't quite the best sweet thing. in a weird way. Sophie, do you have a listener's message? I have got one from somebody, but they're going to keep their name anonymous. Fab. So he or she wrote him. Last week, I was a plus one for my friend at her brother's wedding, and we were all wasted by 9 p.m. because <laughs> we'd been drinking champagne since brunch. Then later on in the night, I go up to the groom's house, which was quite a long walk away from where the wedding was because I felt like I was going to chunder but didn't obviously want to do it down there. And as I go up to the house in the window, the groom was kissing his ex-girlfriend who he was with <laughs> throughout school. Oh. He saw me, didn't say anything, and we've never addressed it. <laughs> do I tell my best friend? <gasps> also, I'm the youngest of three brothers, all of whom have Jamie's habit of smelling their arseholes. It used to make me unwell. I'm beyond oh my lord what do we do what is that i'm sorry you've got to fucking tell the best no friend. you don't yes you do he's kissing his ex at his wedding all right i'll go kiss my ex then <laughs> do you don't want my friends to tell you right no but i just look, look maybe it was a moment of madness maybe they were kissing on the cheek you have no idea she saw just go up to him and tell him the sicko <laughs> i am sorry that's no you, you don't know the truth you can't handle the truth why are you defending this man's well, actions? I'm just trying to pay devil's advocate here. Because oh we don't my know. God, that ex-girlfriend, get out of here. We don't know the truth. Coming to the wedding and then <laughs> pulling him aside once he'd been drunk with champagne. <laughs> no, I shouldn't blame the girl. Him. What a dog. <laughs> what a dog. Vile. All right, we have a lovely voice note from Joanna Murphy, who says this hi jamie and sophie um absolutely loving the podcast only wish i'd discovered it before i got married last month there's two things i just have to side with jamie on uh firstly one of my best friends had dodgems at her wedding in may and it was absolutely amazing everyone was so drunk on dodgems just literally just having the time of our lives it was so good and also it made really cool photos so would highly recommend that Damn straight. um and secondly controversial but don't have a second day um we got married last month and we booked a brunch the next day for everybody and everyone was just so hungover and tired literally like half the people couldn't eat their food because they were hungover and felt sick um we were going away for the night afterwards and looking back we should have just gone got up gone done our own thing because it was just too much so yeah hope maybe that helps and um yeah thanks guys that's actually genuinely made me think so what are you thinking it's very hard because 50 percent of the people i talk to are like oh you must you must have a day too and then you know we're, we're, we're doing an abroad wedding you're like you're bringing people to spain you can't just throw a one day thing then uh, the various other people are like everyone just comes there so hungover and on shit form and you spent all this money or however much money and you just no one wants to be there mm. so i'm so cut down the middle with that which is why we've, we're just still on the fence about and that. what about dodgems let's have those no, I really don't want that. <laughs> Let's have dodgems. No. Just say it to me now. Let's do it. Let's have dodgems. What else do you want? Uh, elephants. All right. No, we're not going to have elephants. I want dodgems. No. Coconut shy. What's that? Where you throw a ball at a coconut. Why do you want like, someone to die? They're all such safety hazards. <laughs> we have one more listener's message, which is from Rebecca Sandler, who says this. 
Hi, loving the podcast, but had to tell you both about the most horrific best man speech. This happened to a friend of a friend. The best man was in the middle of a speech when men in balaclavas and guns stormed into the reception and demanded everyone lay on the floor. <laughs> everyone was screaming, crying, and obviously <laughs> petrified of what was happening. A few minutes later, the best man announced to everyone it was just a hilarious practical joke. <laughs> God. <laughs> Obviously, no one was amused. Obviously, no one was amused, and the bride kicked him out. The father of bride had to go to hospital because he couldn't stop shaking. How horrific! The father of oh bride. Oh my god! That is so funny. Get on the floor, everyone! Get on the floor. What part of you would think that is funny? That is so fucked up. That's so funny. Let's try and plan that now. If you were planning that in the room, listen, Seven, I've got a really fun idea. Why don't we go and dress up a load of rounders of balaclavas and give them guns and run in and pretend that the father of the bride had to go to hospital because he couldn't stop shaking. Almost don't believe it. Like, sure, he's... He had to go to hospital. He couldn't stop shaking. It's like one of those dogs who are too cold. Oh my god! Oh my god, that is so awful. It's a fact that everyone ducked to the floor and was lying there crying. Oh my god, that is genius. That is the end of listeners' messages. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Thank you so much to all our listeners who wrote in. As always, if you want to get in touch, super simple. All you've got to do is send us an email. It's on our Instagram, contact at privatepartspodcast.com or send us a direct message on Instagram at nearlywedspodcast. We also have TikTok, Soph. Yeah, we do. Hey, um, we have to talk about wedding right now. Things are rolling nicely, baby. Things are rolling. Things are rolling at all. Things are rolling nicely. We got a venue and that's about it. No, we got a venue. We're doing well. We're now in the process right now of booking in a registry office. This is essential. Because we can't. We can't get married officially in Spain. So to officially get married, we have to get married in UK in Mm -hmm. a registry office. Yes, correct. Now, apparently there's something else we have to do. I cannot remember what, but someone was chewing my ear off about it the other day. There's something we have to do before we get married, before we even book that in. Like, Well, I thought it would be good because we do a podcast about getting married. We should phone the registry office right now on the podcast and try and book it in. Hello? Hello? Hi there. I would like to book in to get married uh with my fiance okay to get married you will need to give notice and you also need to 
go online on our website and book an appointment. What does it mean to give notice? Giving notice is a license that allows you to get married. It needs to you need to be both single in order to get married. And a license oh. just confirms that you're both single and can get married. That would be awkward if I found out she was already married. <laughs> Has that ever happened? So that is something that something that can happen yeah have, you've um, experienced at times where someone turns up and they're already married before <laughs> um it, it can happen yeah they probably didn't realize they were not divorced or <laughs> some know they are not still married i don't know anyway it can happen so that is one of the reasons why a notice is given a notice is given uh, so you need to go online and you need to book that on the website as well. Okay, I'm going to go... It takes 28 days. Okay, it takes 28 days to do it. I'm going to go online, I'm going to yeah. book it in, we're going to get married. Woo-ha! <laughs> That's right. That's I can't wait. I'm going to marry for the rest of my life. <laughs> okay, that's great to know. Thank uh, you so much. Our website. Okay, have a great day. And you too, thank you. Bye-bye. Oh my god! Look at she that. Was so sweet. You made that little lady laugh. Yeah, I made her laugh. Yeah. Wahoo! Yeah. Well, that's epic. Can Can I leave this in your hands, Soph? This 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 is your your yeah. duty to do. This is going to be put in your hands. Yeah. In order to do, you promise me. Sure. No, no, don't just say sure. But what are you doing? <laughs> Everything. What else? I, I've signed all the contracts to the venues. I'm organising the the canned drinks. I'm not having canned drinks. We are. We have organised the. You've canned... done nothing but organise canned drinks. I've organised canned so drinks. Don't bloody well. I'm organising the dodgems. I'm organising no. everything. I'm organising my groomsmen suits. I'm doing everything. I'm organising the entertainment, <sighs> the production. I'm doing everything. Shush. You shush, you big old boot. <laughs> I'm excited. We're going to go and book this in. This is your job to do. We've got to go and do what the lady says. Yes, I'm going to do that. Are we going to invite all of our family to come to it as well? Yeah. Okay, Not great. all of them. I, I don't know, are you? Well, we invite your parents, my parents, my brothers and sisters, your sister, and yes. boyfriends and family and all yeah. that, and they all come together. I think that's so nice. And then we go for lunch afterwards. Or dinner. Who knows? Who knows? I kind of want to get married in Christmas. Like, I'm not phased about it being just before the big show. So you think by this time at Christmas we could get married? I kind of just want a Christmas thing that mix it up. Love that. I've got loads of summer weddings. I just feel like it'd be nice to have something at Christmas. All right, honey. It's not that big a deal, the registry office, is it? No, it's not. Well, make a promise to me we can, you will sort it out. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for that moment in the podcast where we play our favourite game. It is... Reverse, Mr. and Mrs. Reverse, Mr. and Mrs. Before we play this game, yeah. I think we should properly play this, okay. actually. I always do. You're going to get points for a question you get right, and I get points for a question a I get. A point or points? A point. One point. Okay. And whoever wins by Christmas, let's say, gets to decide where we go on honeymoon. No. Why not? Why is that a prize? I'm that is a decide prize. anyway. You can't, so if you can't. I already know where we're going. Where are we going? St. Mark's. No, we're not potentially going to St. Mark's. Who said no? Uh, do you know what? I want to go to the Grand Canyon. We can do that another no, time. No, Sophie. We can come back to that there. No, Sophie, for our honeymoon, I'm telling you now, I want to go to the Grand Canyon and go walking and stay in a tent. And I want to go and see Yosemite and all that stuff. And I want to do for that. our honeymoon. Yes. Active honeymoon. No. Yes, that's what we're doing. No, it's a mutual agreement. Oh, okay, fine. And I put my foot down to the walking up a mountain. Okay, fine. If we're not doing that, then we're going fishing in Scotland for salmon fishing. Oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yes, we are. No, and not even yes. you would want to do that. And if you do, I'll rethink marrying you. <laughs> Because if your idea of the best holiday ever is going salmon fishing in the Highlands, 
I'm out. The winner gets to buy one item and it can be as big or as small as no, you want. No, because what are you going to buy me? You'd probably ask for um, a camera from me. Uh, a great show. And I would ask for a car. <laughs> <laughs> what is the payoff? You are, you get a car yeah, and I get drive, a camera. So I know there's a, so there's I get a, a limit camera for what you can and ask. And you ask for a but car. But you would want a camera. You'd want gold clubs maybe. Yeah, lovely. All right, let's Do you know what? I want a new fishing rod for our honeymoon. No. We'll revisit what the prize is, but for now, let's play it. All right. Today's one is what Olympic sport we would choose if we were going to go into the Olympics. I know mine straight away. Hang on a sec. I know yours straight away as well. I know yours. Well, no, I'm obviously doing yours. I know yours straight away. Okay, you go first for me. Go. I know mine. Go. I'm going to win this. Bang on. Here we go. Um, that fishing s- rod's coming Sprinter. Away. Sprinter? A runner. Like <laughs> Mohat Farah. Or Javelin? No. Got it wrong. Both of them wrong. You lose. But you were javelin. It doesn't matter. I wouldn't do that as a sport. Fuck's sake. Okay. I'm going to tell you what it is. One more time. Okay, go. High jump? Nope. Hurdles? Nope. You lose. My turn. Ready? Really? No. Shall I tell you what it is? What? Skiing. There you go. You didn't think of the Winter Olympics. You'd really... No, I didn't. You didn't think of the Winter Olympics, did you? And I I know your one. What? 100% yours would be shot put. I don't even know what that is. (laughs) Yours would be... what with the big heavy metal boot yours that would, I could barely pick up? Yours would be shot put, discus, or hammer. <laughs> well, you get zero points. Can't wait for my that's, car. That's what yours would be. No, it wouldn't. I can't. I Here wouldn't. comes Sophia Boot from Iraq. Representing Iraq. Why do you keep mentioning that? Here comes Jamie from Scotland in his kilt. (laughs) Ready to ski down the mountain with a big ginger wig. (laughs) Yours would be breaststroke. No. What would it be then? What would yours be? Ping pong? What would it be? Tennis. You have never picked yours was breaststroke and you lied. You didn't even think of it. No, yours... it was tennis. I then just questioned. About the you tennis. play tennis as an Olympic sport? Yes, that's I think, the thing. I think I'd be so sexy and cool in a little white skirt. <laughs> so you're picking tennis because you think aesthetically. Oh, you're sorry. Good. Beg your pardon. Mine would be gymnastics. <laughs> Why? Because they're just so cool. I think it's amazing gymnastics, flipping about all over the shop. Ah, oh, God. Well, no one gets a point there. God damn it. That's the end of reverse, Mister and Mrs. <laughs> Before we get into wedding favours, we have a lovely message from Kelsey Plumpton on Instagram, who says, Hi, Jamie and Sophie. I'm currently away in the Cotswolds celebrating my parents' 30th wedding anniversary. They both absolutely love your podcast. If you have a spare moment, please, can you give them a shout out? No names. So, oh, shout out to your 30th wedding anniversary. What do you think they're called? What do you think they're Um, called? Kelsey Plumpton. So Plumpton, first names of parents, go. Geraldine Plumpton and Jonathan Plumpton. Jonathan and Geraldine Plumpton. May you have many more fun anniversaries. What do you get for a 30th anniversary? I think you just have a lovely time. No, you get something. You get a silver, gold, pearl, something like that, no? I don't know, baby. Yeah, you do. I have no idea, honey. So I think for your something, I just... A pearl. Oh, it's the worst one. You have a pearl for your 30th? Who wants a pearl necklace? Oh, do you know what a pearl necklace is? No. What is this? Like two women. <laughs> it is, isn't it? 
What is a pearl necklace? It's like sexual. It's meant to be semen round your neck. Ew. I do not want a pearl necklace. Thank you very much. You don't fancy one later? No. Not with that wife beater on. Okay, right, gross. Moving on. We have our lovely wedding favours. You write in about little tips, hints, businesses, something that could really enhance a wedding in any way whatsoever. They've been amazing so far, so thank you so much. And we today have another one for you. Okay, so this is from a company called O'Sullivan Speeches. Hi, Jamie and Habs. It's not often we have to get up in front of all of our family and friends and speak publicly about our feelings. It's scary. I just try and help unlock what they want to say so they can give the speech they really want. We have a one-hour consultation Zoom call where I get to know them and then... From that, I write up a draft. But your speech is still 100% you. Your stories, your jokes and your essence. My job is to capture you in it. And for me, it's all about making sure the person giving the speech gets all the laughter, applause and maybe even a few tears that they deserve on the day. For more information, you can check out my Insta page with helpful tips and vids at O'Sullivan Speeches or head over to the website, which is O'SullivanSpeeches.com. That is fab. I think that's a really good idea. That is such you a good idea. You should do that. That is a really good idea because I think the moment when a father of the bride who does a speech a, a groom a bride whoever wants to do speeches do it it's really daunting i think so and i think grooms i think with best man it's slightly easier because i think if you're choosing someone to be your best man you partly know they can do the job yeah but i think you know a lot of people are a groom and they're destined to do this speech and they just might it's a really, hate public really speaking. cool idea speaking. i love that isn't Same that amazing for a father that's an amazing idea. Are you going to do that? Listen, I think I'm in the fortunate position where I've done a lot of talking in my life. So perhaps that I would be confident enough to be able to do it. You've got to get stories that you've never shared on a podcast yeah. or no one oh, knows. Oh, honey, honey, honey. A hundred percent. Don't you worry about that. So store some in the bank. But if you want to go and, and check these No guys, veto. If you mention poo on our wedding day, we will get a divorce by the end of the day. What about getting someone in a black balaclava and getting them to run in there? <laughs> <laughs> no if you would like to send us a recommendation all you got to do is send us an email super simple it's on our instagram it's contact at nearlywedspodcast.com or slide into our instagram at nearlywedspodcast we check all of the messages all the time there are loads coming in so we want to say a huge thank you for that thank you so much guys that's the end of the episode Soph bye everybody no you don't sign off that quickly thank you so much for listening tune in next Monday and have a fabulous week what else wear sun cream bye everyone bye head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.